Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm uh, miraculously recovered. Uh, I was feeling miraculous. Very, yes, I was feeling very sorry for myself last weekend. Oh, I had, baby! I had quite a bad cold. Um, <sighs> I didn't, you know, I had forgotten what that was like. Uh, but then, yeah, it quite suddenly got much better. So I feel fine again. So you're a renewed and rejuvenated yes, person. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wonderful. In yes. time for the heat wave. Yeah, the heat wave. I'm ready for the heat wave, I would say. You're ready. I'm you're ready. prepared. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm sitting in semi-darkness <laughs> trying to keep the sun out. Um, yeah, and I'm thinking about ice cream. I actually had an ice cream. My first one, actually, I think, this year, yesterday. Well, that's very nice. Yeah. What flavor did you go for? Well, there wasn't much left, so maybe not what I would have chosen. But I went for mint chocolate, which was more like a nostalgic thing, because when I came for language courses in the late 70s to Eastbourne, wow. that's, that's what I would have had. You wouldn't have got mint chocolate in Germany. So it was quite... Oh, so yeah, it was... Isn't it? it was a special thing. Wow. And I think I had salted caramel. Again, not necessary. It's a bit too fancy. You know, I'm normally yes. a sort of vanilla person, really. Bland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this was all a bit too much, too many different flavors. You too know? many things yeah, happening simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, my it, God. But still, it was nice to have an ice cream. Good. Very yeah. good. What about you? I'm okay. Yes, I don't have very much to report. I have one, one thing that that I need to tell you mm -hmm. that I've just noticed from TV watching and film watching, like recent TV and film, okay. current TV. And film. Okay, I'm not going to name names. Okay, because the main culprit it, it involves one of my favorite actors, so I don't want to name her because I like her so much. Mm. But okay, this is the thing. I noticed it first in a film where one character, a main character, was just dressed in the, essentially the same outfit but in different colorways throughout mm. the film. And I thought, no, I, no, no. Very few people literally do that. Yeah. We at least, you know, I know people tend to stick within a range, a spectrum, yeah. but it's not just literally the same things but different colors. And I thought, that's sloppy. I'll just ignore it. But then I've seen it happen a couple of other times and I was watching this new series yesterday and I thought, no, 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 because this is, this is this actor I really like mm. and she's dressed in the same, they're the same garments, but I feel they've been made for her, not bought somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they are the same, they're just different colours and patterns and she's dressed in a very statement way of like bold patterns and bold colors and it's just distracting me from anything else yeah. because all I can think is this is not good enough I need her wardrobe I don't need the idea that anyone well I'm sure there are people in the universe who do this but the and then and then her co-workers because <clears throat> it's a work-based mm -hmm. situation one woman she just has wrap dresses in different colors and patterns well, another work co-worker, he always has floral shirts, short sleeves shirts. And I thought, this, no, no. 
because it doesn't seem like it's a statement about something to do with the characters in this place. It's just like they haven't done a wardrobe. They've just done the same outfits. So the actor wears things that are in the shape similar or the same yes. components, but in different... Well, like she wears very wide-legged, flowy, softy f fabric trousers, a blouse with bold shoulders, sometimes a little waistcoaty bolero thing, and then always like a little tie, not like a man's tie, but, you know, like a floppy bow tie or mm. a bolo tie or something so you can see within what i'm saying there's really no permutations within that mm. you know bolero on bolero off bolo bow <laughs> and it's really bright and bold that's so interesting so you I can't think it ignore means it. something but i'm not quite sure what okay i do have colleagues male colleagues who like their floral shirts that's not I, that, okay this is so something maybe i have encountered yeah but I just felt, because at first I I noticed her because she's the main character, first of all, and also because it's so bold and it's so, it's quite mad what she wears. And I thought, what is going on here? And I thought maybe it's something like her character is stuck or her, you know, but then they seem to be signaling something else because it's so wild and over the top, the prints that she wears. Mm. So I thought maybe it's meant to be that she's trapped in this cycle. But then I thought they're each trapped in their own cycle. Because mm. women with, with dresses, you know, like with colleagues, you do see people, you know, people do stick within their little mm. situation a lot, which is fine and, and that's good. But they have a wardrobe. Yeah. You know, they, they do. And often it's the other way yeah. around. Like, or maybe that I'm just saying that because I'm like that, but people stick to colour. Yes. But they might Yes, have exactly. Things. But they have different garments. Yeah. 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 So oh. I would just like to discourage this. Yeah, I would like to know what it is about. It sort sort of well, sounds yes. like a uniform that's not a uniform, but well, um, you see, I think I need to find out who the costume designer yeah, maybe, is and maybe. see if it's the same person. Could be. Yeah. On these different things that I just happen to have watched close together. Yeah. And it's the same person, and that that's their thing. Yeah, I will watch out for this too. Please do, yes. please do, because... You need to investigate. Yes, and as I say, it's deeply distracting me from what's actually happening <laughs> in the programme because I just keep thinking, again with the big trousers, again? Yeah. We have nothing else for this person? Yeah, and I was just thinking, can one switch to black and white? Would that distract you less? No, but it wouldn't. <laughs> and also, I don't think it, that's possible. No, I don't know that it is, but... I, it would distract it might actually make it worse, worse. because mm. because you wouldn't perceive the colors that are, are giving but it it's just to me it's just not developed enough in terms of thinking of who this person is and what they'd buy and also where they're getting all this stuff mm. um i don't know maybe there is a shop in america where this is encouraged where you just go in and buy everything well also maybe it's once. something you know and I, I heard of people who have advisors you know or people who advise oh, business women yes, in particular yes, yes. so maybe maybe that's a formula that one would be but advised. i don't know that anyone would advise this particular formula yeah it does sound a bit unusual it's it's mm. not the greatest formula <laughs> i've ever seen okay Oh. And 
and I just I just think because we were talking the other day weren't we about wardrobes mm. and I was just thinking imagine this person's wardrobe there's the big trousers section mm. there's the blouses section and there's the ties yeah I suppose that's like a men's wardrobe exactly but... I can see how that would be appealing you just don't have to think you know that's what some people yeah. always say but then it's also highly color coordinated so there's there's like several layers of over controlled coordination mm. going on yeah matchy matchy and this matchy. is quite a sloppy character <laughs> so maybe the only realm of of control, control she has is her role but but then it's spread into her co-workers so yeah she's controlling her co-workers she's well. controlling yeah. everyone yeah okay well i can obviously now read this show on a meta level this sounds really interesting. I will definitely have a have a, a look out for more of this, and I will 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 definitely closely look at my colleagues in the coming yes. week. Yeah, and see what team yeah. they fall into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I need to tell you about this panel discussion I went to yesterday. Oh yes, how was it? It was really, really good. Um, oh good. So this was at the barbecue. It was at the barbecue. And it was in real life at the barbecue. It was in real life. It was in their big theatre. Wow. Was it full? Not full. It was, but it, there were a lot of people. I mean, it, I think it's partly also, you know, you can spread out. So I suspect that they've done it because of, of that. Of course, because well. of that. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, that was really nice. And it was part of things they do with their exhibition, which is called Our Time on Earth. Oh. Which I have been through, but it was the opening. It was so full. I, I need to go back when it's a bit more quiet. But it's about. I'll read you what it says because I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't be able to summarize. It says it's a exhibition celebrating the power of global creativity to transform the conversation around the climate energy. And I thought that was interesting that they. Yes. That they, they, it's not doing something against it, but just transforming the conversation. But I guess that's is a start then to do something yes I don't yes know. so it's a lot about materials you can use in design um there are a lot of films about i think sort of experience of people in various places where there are crises um but there are also a lot of innovative solutions particularly to materials as, as i remember but i need to go i can tell you more when i've been back so but it's part of that. So, and it was it was three people on the panel. It was Priya Luvalia, who we I love her. She's we great. love and spoken about before. And it mm. was then there was Es Devlin. Wow. Yeah, that was amazing. And then there was also Gaika, who I didn't know before. Um, oh, you what a panel! Yeah, you wouldn't have necessarily known afterwards what he does he didn't oh. he, it was quite interesting how little he talked about himself um oh that's interesting yeah I, in, yeah he is a um, sort of musician and artist um and he himself mentioned rap so um i, I i'm not good with these but sort it's of more sort of genres. industrially yeah it is quite also when you look yeah. at the videos as the sort of aesthetic is quite sort of industrial metal mm, I, yeah. I think he said but i don't quote me on that that he 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 did say my my work is quite technical and I he either was an engineer himself or trained as or his father was oh. or both. So and then it was uh, they had to swap the what's it called um, convino whatever it's called. So it oh, is, right. so that was someone called Days Agaji who was a climate activist and right. um, 
she also was the youngest candidate to become an MEP. I think she's 22 or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. So, and that, that was really nice because quite a sort of age range between, between the people, which I mm. think you don't that often get on panels. No, you don't. That's yeah. good. And so it was called Imagining the Impossible Creativity in a Time of Crisis. And it was basically talking about how they as creative people in their work, how they address primarily climate crisis, but it was also about broader things. Mm-hmm. And there were a few themes. So they started off talking about when people first became aware. And uh, Priya Lovalia talked about going to India to this place. I think we talked about this before called Panipat, which is supposedly the, the cast of capital of the world is where they send all the recycled clothing. Oh. And she said it was it was amazing and shocking at the same time mm. how much how much there was. And that really sort of got her into it. And, um, yeah, the others sort of explained a bit about how they first became aware. Geica was sort of aware all the time. I think his father worked on solar panels. So he was oh, quite early on about aware about sort of energy. And, yes, um, yes. And as Devlin kept um, not apologizing, but saying a lot that she had only really become aware in the last eight years or so. And, right. and at the very end, she actually said that if she known how many how much her work sometimes contributed to emissions she wouldn't she wouldn't have done it she would have chosen a different path so I think sort of the themes that came out a lot was you know how what can you do yourself or with your work versus Mm. sort of bigger things that need to happen and there was a lot also about staying in the room so that was a really big thing and that made me think a lot what afterwards. Does that mean, so basically it was about do you remove yourself from for instance working with people that might not have a great track record in terms of safe climate crisis yeah. or do you collaborate with them but try to make some change even if it is quite small? Okay. And that, yeah, that came up a lot. And it, it was particularly Geico, who I thought was really impressive. He often said things in such amazing words. Mm. Yeah, he t- said at some point, if you stop out of your own volition what you're trying to do, the enemy is one. He might not have said enemy, but that's what I've yeah. written down. That's so interesting because that's such a difficult thing to navigate. Mm. Yeah. So he, I think he seemed to have um, stronger boundaries than than right. the others. They all had that, of course. And they all yes. tried to live a, you know, what often was said, but I don't like that expression, that might sort of living your truth. Because, mm. you know, obviously that depends a lot on what your truth is. Yes. But I, they meant, you know, living a sort of decent, honest, good life. Um, well, I think it's integrity, isn't it? Yeah, it, actually it, it is. It's interesting. Because I think that I really like that word and I think it's really, really important. To yeah. have integrity but I think it's really old-fashioned like if you say there's no integrity to this people think it's like they get hung up on the word and think oh that's out of date word but I actually think it's really important it is totally important and it's actually interesting that that word didn't come up at all oh really yeah no not once yeah no it's really I think it's really like fallen out of fashion but I actually think a lot of what's talked about as being authentic or truth is integrity 
because mm. it's being true to your well, you know what it means but yeah but that's really interesting yeah no I was actually gonna say what how would you define it integrity that's the word I would use no but I mean how would you explain what that is well I think it's well I it is living your truth I think it's like that you will only do things that you believe in mm. I guess it has to do with values as well, which is interesting. Yes, it, it was it's like another, having values. another word that they didn't use at all. Yes, well, I think that they're, they're not the words people use. They're not kind of current ways of expressing these things, I don't mm. think. But I think it's it's essentially the same thing because it is like you you have your values. And, and I think it's really interesting, this, this thing of whether you stay in the room, because in a way it's like whether you're an ambassador or you're a boycotter. <laughs> way isn't it because it's like an ambassador you always stay in the room and you always try and negotiate whatever it is but I think it's also knowing when you leave because I think it's really difficult with big it must be difficult as a fashion designer of which big brands you link with if they ask you yeah because there are so many big brands who have excellent excellent climate change or sustainability branches to them but then the rest of their business is the opposite of that so it's whether you think it's worth wh whether you think you can change the big business mm. and whether you think the level of what they're doing for climate change or whichever cause it is you're being involved with them about whether you think that truly is counterbalancing the other things they're doing and you know it's kind of it's where it's like whether you know because they're obviously getting that person's credibility yes. and cool and expertise and brilliance so it's it's like a trade-off isn't it and it's thinking if they if they give me big bucks can I then invest it in x and y that counterbalances what they do but it's it's a very difficult thing I think yeah and that was one of the sort of that was really a big theme yeah. yesterday so Geica talked about one person who was going to give him a lot of money for something and he said it was he called it green money I don't quite know what that is but then he he found out who, who the person worked for and he said it right. but I didn't hear it but I don't think it matters anyway but he said well quit your job and then come back and talk to me I can't wow yeah good for him yeah I, I mean I think you know there are definitely things I've not done because I didn't agree either with an individual's approach to the universe or a company's approach to the universe and there's some things where I've done it and then thought I shouldn't have done that mm. yeah and it, but it but it is very very difficult and it's also that people have to make a living exactly that was the other big thing that was talked about a lot like Priya Luvalia said that you know she doesn't so she was asked, what's the big thing in fashion? What 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 is the problem there? What do they need to fix? And she said, well, you can't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. She said, she said that is a big question. Yeah. And it's very complex because, you know, a big brand is very different from what she does. From, yes. And she sort of said she feels the fast fashion is sort of particularly bad. Um, mm. And she sort of quoted love island having a sort of link not this year i think they're linked with ebay or at somewhere but right. before they were linked with misguided and you could just hold up your phone to 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 the screen i don't know you could really easily buy what people were like wearing yeah, yeah yeah and and she said it was marketing genius in a way and it sold a lot of stuff but it is of course really really bad for the environment and 
then she said she doesn't want to blame anyone who just wants hasn't got much money that's really good she said that yeah because i think there's so much focus on blaming the consumers and i do think i think if you have an income level that allows you to have choice you you know to be to have integrity Mm. you must make the choice and be informed but i think it isn't fair to blame people you know it's like blaming it well it's very it's sort of capitalism is all that is the root of all of this isn't it and it's like you're 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 blaming someone who's subject to the worst aspects of capitalism instead of blaming the system and the structure Mm. and trying to challenge Mm. the structure exactly so she said that with her more closer to her own work Mm. that um, there's, there are some systemic issues that, that the system isn't set up to work in a way that she would like. And she mm. she used two examples. One was that she said she likes to use dead stock. And when she... Yes, that's such an interesting aspect. Yeah, and when she designs something, so she might there might be an enormous pile of dark blue jumpers that she can use. and mm. But then when she gets to production, that pile has gone and so that is one thing that doesn't work that's really interesting yeah no because I love her work I think I mean as you know I do not claim to understand pattern pieces and cut Mm. but I love like the way she'll have like waves going across and curves going across the body in different completely different fabrics and colors Mm. and that must be really hard that she can't then control she can't predict yes the segments of the pattern pieces will be Mm. and also she said that often factories don't like working in the way they would like to work right so i don't know i guess they would have to take things apart and then yeah i don't know she didn't go into detail anyway she that's what she said that the factories that that was often a problem and she again it was a lot about chipping away was another expression that was used a lot it's just trying to okay, just try again talking to the factory and see whether something yes. can be done and just sort of pushing pushing at it the whole and time. And I suppose also, I don't know where her factory is, but it's that thing of if the factory isn't near, near you, there's that time lag between asking for something that being done, having it you know, mm. sent back to you, and then, like you said, that the, and there's the loss in translation yes. of trying to explain something verbally or writing or drawing when someone's not with you physically seeing you do it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, let me think what other things were were said. Yeah, it was that was one of the sort of main things is sort of what can you do yourself? Yes. And how much do you do when it gets to a point where it will actually harm you or mean you don't yes. you know you don't get yeah. any any money and what actually has to come from from elsewhere that you can't actually yeah. can't actually change. It's really interesting because I've always believed in micropolitics and I've always been interested in climate issues. And I can really remember when I was a student, I worked in a in in warehouse, which at the time I didn't I didn't know was so you know, I didn't know about the background mm. of fast fashion because fast well fast fashion didn't exist then this is like in the 80s late 80s early 90s and I remember saying to the my manager we shouldn't have as many layers of plastic 
in the garments that are sent to us that you know this is really harmful and we should you know we could cut several layers of plastic even if we didn't get rid of it completely and that she was like okay because i was you know persistent and obnoxious she sent this to, to head office and it just came back that's how we have to do it mm. and it was like okay that's how you have to do it so so it's it is like i mean i mean that's like a really tiny pathetic example of a tempting change but it's it is like how how do you get people who are entrenched in something and it's making them money mm. to want to change yeah yeah as devlin also called quite a bit about sort of cognitive dissonance that sort of mm. you know people do one thing i mean it, you know like not buying bottled water anymore and Yes. But then in, in another part of their life, they do something which is actually in some ways possibly worse. And Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. And again, I think Geika said something at the end, something like if we just stopped trying to make ourselves feel better and did that thing. And I think I felt that was sort of meant, don't just do these little things that make you, you know, yes. have one flight less and think you've done your bit and that's it, you, you're done. Yes, um, I think that's the dangerous thing, thinking you've done it. Because yeah. it's like, it's not that you shouldn't. Exactly. You know, it's good that you don't buy bottled water. So yeah. keep doing that. And I think the worst thing is when people are like, I can't make a change, so it's not worth exactly. doing Exactly. Mm. Even if you do one thing, it's worth mm. doing that. But it's, yes, as you say, trying to kind of fit together all the pieces of your life that you can mm. to add up to something a bit more mm. about it. And yeah. I think it's also that people, there can be, a feeling of like, no, I'm a good liberal person. So people can be very defensive if you say, maybe you could not do X. Mm, that's true. Because it's challenging people's sense of themselves as good. Mm. So they don't want to be told. That's another, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I, I wrote sort of some words that sort of came up quite a bit and one of them was mm. sort of un uncomfortable and... Uh, it's yeah. almost yeah you just have to acknowledge an acknowledgement yeah to really think at what you do and it might be very uncomfortable and you don't need you shouldn't run away then yes or give up but just sort of continue and then like you, what you said earlier um, about the words that that was another thing that came came up a lot is like someone in the audience then said what sustainability they said sustainability was sort of something that was first used in fashion and then in other areas I don't know whether that's true but then their point was that it, they thought it almost lost had lost all meaning it didn't mean anything yeah, anymore yeah. and Alavalia said that that's not a word they use they use responsibility um, oh that's a much better word yeah when they talk about it at work they just say responsibility thing a responsible thing to do that's really good because yeah. i always find it really funny strange funny not haha -ha, mm. when you go into big stores and they have their sustainability range or their green range or whatever the you know they've yeah. decided to label it and you think so that by implication means that everything else in the store it's is bad, bad. but yeah. like you said with cognitive dissonance but I meant to not think that. I meant to just think I'm being extra good if I buy something here mm. rather than somewhere else. But ultimately, we will only have achieved what we need to achieve if those ranges disappear completely because everything is that. So you don't need to label something as being responsible or green or because everything is, yeah. is that thing. And I think that's the thing with these big brands that it's like, 
you know, it's like offsetting things, isn't it? It's exactly. like they're offsetting everything mm. else so that you focus on these five T-shirts. Yeah. That are made in organic cotton. Mm. And offsetting the emissions you yes from your yes. show Such and a scam. and and all that kind of well stuff. I suppose it, I shouldn't say it's a scam no, because it's, it's not. like it's better than it's nothing. doing one thing yeah. it's better than nothing mm. but then it it's like if you're a big super because because I feel it's like it's the big super rich people brands who are primarily responsible for getting us to this point mm. in collaboration with everything else I don't mean that it's just fashion it's absolutely yeah, of not course. Mm. but so they it's it, well i suppose it's like with everything it's systemic change is really hard to achieve but but we will keep fighting Beatrice. <laughs> yeah we will keep fighting and yeah just one last thing like you said mm. that the sort of words came up a lot and gaika again he said i i'm not gonna go out with a weapon and and trying to force you to do something i have no, to, i no. have to convince you yes and I, again, I thought that was really interesting, and I guess that was sort of part of. I guess that is what he does. Words is what he uses because he's yes. a, a rapper, yeah. and that's that is really important. Um, the words he use. Oh, I think it is very important, and it's, and yes, convincing people is is difficult, which is why people often take the shortcut of of shouting. But, yes, or not shouting, but you know, being. Mm offensive mm. but you have to see it as stealth almost yeah that you i mean i i think priya alawalia she is great because i think she convinces you because the clothes are beautiful mm. and you want to wear the clothes mm. and that's kind of the key isn't it that you'll only get people to buy buy something else that has responsibility if it's something they do want to wear yeah because i think that's another problem with some of the green ranges perhaps more in the past than now in the past, but it's yeah. just it's it's like in the past it was just this is a t-shirt that says green on it yeah or, you know? or it was all beige linen you know yeah or, you yeah know, that I... it was like it signaled through its aesthetic mm. that it was doing something different but the point is it needs to be the similar range of things we have now but just responsible mm. And I guess that was the main thing. You sort of hit the nail on the head of what all these people in this panel are doing. They're they're not using, they're not trying to. And they're producing you. amazing work. Exactly, and they're not doing what how it was in, yeah, yeah. in the past. Well, it sounds marvelous. Yes, it was very very good and lots to think about. And yeah, um, and people doing be amazing amazing work. Amazing work. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous. Well, that's a lot for us to think of. That's yes. a lot of homework. A lot of homework, yes. Okay, very good. Thank you for telling me about that. Well, you're very welcome. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch up next week. Yes, catch up next week. Fabulous. Bye-bye then. Bye. Bye.